Oh, yes. As Hermione would say, <laughs> you've been listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. I'm Amanda Troop, also known as Hermione Granger. Hey, this is Maggie Carr from Maggie vs. Evil Dead. You can look it up on YouTube and God have mercy on your soul because you're about to listen to Sean on Horribly Awkward Podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Sissy Jones from Firewatch. I'm Delilah. I hate to tell you guys, but the rumors are not true. Sean is not horribly awkward. You've all been terribly misled. Hey, y'all, this is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel on The Walking Dead. And soon as Psycho Head, Rob Zombie's new movie, soon to be released, 31. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward podcast. Keep tuning in. Follow me. Hey, this is Dragonfly from Pure Gasmic Love. And you are listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's time to get awkward. On this week's episode of Horribly Awkward Podcast, I get to hang out with Amanda Troop. I know you're jealous. I know you're super jealous. She is awesome. She's done a lot of cool stuff. Video games, acting, improv. She is a triple threat, guys. Amanda, do you agree? Um, Thank you. I do. <laughs> Wait, I, I wasn't sure of my line. So I just was I just was waiting to be told what to do. I guess that's... Why I'm an actor? Yeah, there's no, there's uh there's nothing to do. We're just introing the podcast. This is the beginning. Oh, this is gonna so go in the front. Can we do it again? No, no, no. This has got to go in. This is horribly awkward. Oh, okay. So then it's perfect as is. It's it's perfect as is. You're perfect as is. The podcast is perfect as is. The only downfall is me. Uh, that's not true because you're also perfect as is. Yeah. So you guys listen to the podcast. This is gonna be a lot of fun. A bunch of stuff just like this, just not as uh, uncomfortable. Totally. It's it's going to be slightly less uncomfortable. But actually, parts are going to be more uncomfortable. There's definitely some fart talk. There is fart talk. There was fart talk. There's acting talk. There's podcast talk. There's um, stuff. There's stuff awkward. to look forward to. There's some awkward pauses. Lots of peanut butter. So much. So what can, much. What can you do with 400 pounds of peanut butter? What couldn't you do? That's a good question. Hey, Norma! Give us a horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. awkward. Horribly awkward. awkward. That's horrible. I can't even control myself. It's so horribly awkward. This is so awkward. This is so awkward. This is horribly awkward. No one off. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Horribly awkward. Sean, dude, you're horribly awkward. Sean, I know you think this is weird, but it's not as weird as you think it is, dude. Don't say that it's awkward. Welcome to Horribly Awkward, episode 103. As always, I'm Sean. Woohoo! And with me today, she is an actress. You might know her as Stacy on FX's Wilfred. You might know her as Hermione on Banff Girls Club, which is awesome. I watched a ton of that over this last week. She's been in Bones and CSI. She is also a voice actor. You can hear her voice in. Horizon Zero Dawn, Wildstar, Crackdown 2, amongst a ton of other games. And, oh, and also she's a super talented improviser. So, triple threat, guys. Everybody, welcome Amanda I want to make it sound like I'm, like, running into the podcast studio. come on down! Whoa, here I am! Uh, All right, thank take you a for seat. having me. Yeah, take a seat. Uh, Don't. Yeah, it's, mm, it's very okay to re- comfortable. Yeah, it's uh, it's totally okay to relax right now. It's one hundred percent beanbags in here. 
I I love it. Yeah, I know. I love these bean bags. It's cool because I don't shift around as much and feel as nervous because I feel like it's like Play-Doh holding me in place. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's also good for your core. I know. Yeah, and I need that. You can tell. I, I'm I'm uh, I got a very big belly. No, no one, no one can afford to not work on their core. <laughs> I want a beanbag now. All of a sudden, I'm like, I need beanbags. Yeah, you didn't know you had a beanbag deficit. I know. I need a, I need beanbags. I don't know where I put it. My apartment's pretty small. Where wouldn't you put it is more the question. I know, because I guess, could you buy like super small? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, I don't know if this I, is I, my, <laughs> I got something. I have an idea. Okay. Super small beanbag, like chair cushions. That'd be adorable, but I think they're just like pillows at that point. But they got beans in them, or they, or maybe not beans. Maybe those little styrofoam balls. Yeah, they're they're not really beans. That's the real, that's the real mystery with bean bags is that it's never been beans inside of them. And I think if it gets too small, it's just like a hacky sack, and then, you know. Yeah, when you think of a bean bag, I think of bean bean bag tossing. Bless you. Thank you. No, I just coughed. I got so excited about bean bags that it made me cough. <laughs> An excitement. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think when you get like the, you actually put beans in a bag, it becomes like the those bean bag toss things, which is super boring, but somehow fun oh, like, at the same time. Like the cornhole game. C- cornhole? What's that? The, <laughs> is that what they call it? The, yeah, that's where you toss the bean bag into the wooden plank that has three holes in it, and then it's there's points. Is that what they call cornholing? Is that what the whole cornhole thing is? I don't know what the whole cornhole thing is. I just know that that game is called <laughs> cornhole. And so it might be related to the whole cornhole thing. Wow. So, Amanda, you've done a lot of cool, cool shit. I got to be honest. You, you <laughs> do you. a lot of cool stuff. I got, here's yeah. the thing I got to ask. Zoe and, the, Zoe and the Prince. Where can, yeah. I, where can I see that? Because I've had Emily Goss on like a long time ago in the very beginning uh, of the yeah. podcast. Um, you know what? I don't know because I know that they the creators were – Trying to, <clears throat> oh, I might have to get a sip of water here. Uh, the creators were trying to um, uh, develop it into maybe a a, a wider release film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if they meant like they were going to just make the short better, or if they were going to maybe develop it into a feature or both. So I don't know when that's going to be ready. But I do know that there is some intention of releasing it to the public at some point. And it's going to have like better magic effects. And I play this like very um, stern, somewhat magical warrior in it. So that's fun. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You got to work with Emily, right? Emily's amazing. Yeah. Emily's awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Back back when she came on, we did, uh, because she had just, uh, well, she did House on the on House on Pine Street, uh-huh. and uh, we did a skit basically based on that. It was so awkward. Like <laughs> I used to get so nervous doing improv skit, and it's it's so weird for people to do it over Skype. You know, it's not typical for improv. I know you know you do you do actual improv in front of people, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Usually there you, there's more of a uh, an ability to be near the person you're improvising with, but I like to think that. Life is just improv, and so, you know, it's just a matter of um, creating more fictional interactions in your life, and then you're improvising. Yeah, that's that's so true. I mean, I listened to that, uh, you said, what's his name, Kiff? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so Kif does a podcast, and there was a podcast recently with Amanda, Sissy Jones, Larissa Gallagher, one other person. Who was on that? There was somebody else. I think she said she was Persian. No, 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 no. I'm going to look it up. Um, let, we might have to edit this moment because this is going to be boring. No, edit, I don't do edits. We're not editing. What are you talking about? Uh. <laughs> the, fun part, the research part. Everyone loves research. I was just listening to it last uh, night. It's so true. So true. Hey, research. Um, I'll bet you I can get to it faster. Oh. I can get to Oh, no. No, I didn't I, save this podcast. I guess I can't get to it faster. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, here we go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, oh. Because it was a live episode that we did at Stan Lee's LA Comic Con. And I feel. It's like in, episode 37. Like, it's just a total brain fart that I'm having right now. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to win. Okay. I got it. Wait. G- uh, G- GK boy. GK boy. Boys. Uh, GK just, boys. I just pulled it up. Yeah. And, um,. Uh, she, I believe, was in Moana, which is really cool. Yeah, she was talking about how she do, she does a lot of different. Um, like she she'll do like an African American, right? And she does it. She'll do all these different. Was that her that was saying that, or was that sissy? I, don't know. I think you listen. I think I'm sure somebody said it, but you listened to it more recently than me because this would be almost a year ago that we did that. Um, it was a live taping of his podcast that we did at LA Comic-Con. Okay, so that okay, so the podcast is called Kiff. It's called All Over Voiceover and it's really really good and there's a lot of episodes and if you're interested in learning about the business of voiceover, that's a great place to get some info. Yeah, it's a great. It was one episode uh cut into two, episode 37 I listened to last night. Very cool and you guys talked a lot about voice acting. I remember I think it was Kiff who was saying like you were just saying, life is is basically improv. No, no, I think it was Sissy Jones, and she was saying how you go and do these different things. You go to work, you're basically a different character than from when you're at home, from when you go to a meeting, from when you go to court. You know, like you're all these different characters. Really, you're not the same person. Right, that's true. Yeah, that's true. You're a different person depending on who you're interacting with. It's a different part of your personality. Uh, which is really a, a great resource if you're drawing on that for acting because um, it, it's different from putting something on top of your personality, which you could do as well. But if you find something that's within yourself, then it's a much easier, more accessible kind of character to play. Yeah, I basically on the podcast, everyone listens to me and says, Sean's a happy dude. He's super energetic. He's happy. He looks like a fun guy. But when I'm not on the podcast, I just sit here. I play video games. I go to work. <laughs> I'm so boring. It's it's uh, it's a polar opposite. Uh, what games are you playing? I play all of them. All of the games. Yeah. So you were in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. That's one of my favorite games of this year. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I play. Uh, well, I'm mostly on the PS4 right now. But uh-huh. I have a feeling when the Xbox One X comes out, I may shift a little bit because I just I don't I have no loyalty. I just go where the games play the best. Sure. But I'm on PC as well. So Yeah, yeah. Um, I would say, so right now, I'm just doing Switch. I'm just on the Switch. I got a Switch I, too. I uh, I have not yet finished the new Zelda because there's part of me that doesn't want to. I'm like, Ganon, you just, you just stay there in your castle. I'm going to ride around and find Korok seeds forever. Yes, and like, there's like just 900. Not, <laughs> there's 900 there's so of many. those things. Um, and... 
And so I, I just haven't, like, I'm, re- I'm right there at the end. I could do it at any time, but I just don't want to. And then the other game that I just started playing is uh, Mario Rabbids. Yeah, I heard that's really good. Oh, my goodness. It's fun. It's like puzzles and strategy and tower defense-ish kind of thing. I get well, I guess more it's like, um, uh, uh, oh, what do you call it? It's like, um, what do you call like Final Fantasy where? Yeah, like uh, the turn-based. Turn-based, yeah, turn-based RPG. There, there we go. It's, like uh, a, it's more like XCOM, the kid version. So it's very yeah. cartoony. Yeah, but it's hard. Yeah, I imagine. I'm, I'm not it's, good at those kind of games. It's a challenge, and you have to constantly like redo your skill trees constantly to that's, make sure your skills though, right? are right. That's kind of yeah. that, That's what I like about those kind of games. It always keeps you wanting more, or you have a you have a, a you know you're always trying to upgrade, and it gives you this little boost of of serotonin every time you're like, yeah, cool upgrades, cool stuff to yeah. change. Yeah, it's true. I, when I find some more power orbs, I'm always like, yes, finally. I can do the things that I dream. Yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah, I kind of want to play it, but those kind of games make you fall asleep. Not because they're boring. It's because I, I don't feel like I have enough control over the action, and I just start, oh, yeah. I just start dr- traveling. Sure. Oh, wake up. Oh, what's going on? Oh, I'm playing yeah. a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other game that I have not been able to stop playing, and I've been playing it for a couple of years now, is Hearthstone. You ever oh, you, pick up Hearthstone? I did a little bit when I had I bet, a, Yeah. It's, Go ahead. Um, I suck yeah. at those two. <laughs> well, you just your description. I was like, I bet this makes you fall asleep. I often fall asleep while I'm playing. Like if I, I'm like, okay, <laughs> one more game and then I'm going to sleep. So I'll be like laying in bed playing Hearthstone and then I'll fall asleep and I'll look up and I've lost. And I'm like, I feel terrible for the guy I'm playing against because obviously they got bored waiting for me. But then you don't want to quit. At any point, if you're playing someone that stops responding, because then it's like a, a gimme, you get to level up, you know, yeah. might as well get that win. But they, they make it fun, though, with the cards, like with the sounds and the animations yeah. and stuff. And it, the voiceover. Fun, yeah. yeah, they did. They did a nice job with that. The only reason I don't get into games like that too much is because you can get them on your phone and I'm afraid to put games on my phone because I don't totally. I don't want to bring it to work and be at a red light going, oh, I need to get a game in real quick. Candy Crush. All right. Crush. Yeah. Crush. I did Candy Crush too. Did you ever do? Um, well, not, I mean, now we're talking about games on your phone, but did you ever do that um, Futurama game? No. That was like Candy Crush. No. Terrible. Terrible. I mean, I, I, I so one time addicting. I literally played Candy Crush for a week. I thought it was so much fun, but uh, I, I found myself like when I work at the end of my shift, we got to go to Costco and fill up gas. Sometimes in the morning, there's a long line. I'm sitting there playing Candy Crush in line, like you know, people are beep. beep. Oh yeah, I'm moving up. Hold up. Yeah. Like, I just it gets to me like that kind of stuff. So I just kind of removed it, and never went back. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah, I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it. So I, I watched. Um, okay, I got this. This kind of blew my mind. So you do this thing called uh, spouse. What is it called? Spouse quest. Spouse, spouse quest. quest. So I watched a couple of your videos on YouTube, and I'm watching it. You're you guys are playing that Star Trek game, that VR yeah. game. Yeah. Which is funny because nothing ever works right. Like I'm having trouble with the controller. Your hands are all like, like jello. <laughs> so I'm like laughing, and I'm like, this dude's voice sounds so familiar. That's your oh, husband, right? Yeah. Um, Did you and, put it uh, together? 
uh, Brandon Jones, right? That's yeah, right. Yeah, so I'm like, this dude sounds so familiar. I was like, is it a podcast? What what do I know this guy's voice from? And then I was like, oh shit. I was like, all right, because it was on it's on the Easy Allies. So I clicked on other videos and I pulled up a review. First one is him, like, I totally know his voice. I've watched so many reviews of with him. His voice is like so it makes you want to buy a game you don't want. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell him that. He'll he'll be grateful to that. I told he's he's here right now, but um, I told him to leave me alone because we're doing this <laughs> this podcast. But I could I could yell for him and he could come in and say hi. Yes, yeah, I'm I'm the complete opposite of professional. I'm a, I allow people to drop in, drop out, come in, just fart, leave, whatever. Yeah, let me let me see if he'll say hi real quick. Hold yeah. on one second. Yeah, everyone, okay. let's get Brandon. Just uh, just entertain yourself for a minute. Hello, my name is Sean, and I'm entertaining myself, and we may or may not have Brandon Jones stop by from the Easy Allies. If you guys are gamers and you, you watch uh, if you if you watch reviews on YouTube, you pr- you definitely know his voice. And you go, oh, I know that dude's voice. I totally knew that, know that dude's voice. Audio, so have a seat, and you can say hi real quick. Put the headphones on. Hi real quick. Brandon Jones. Hello. What is up, man? Yeah, I told <laughs> you I was watching some of your spouse uh, quest things, and I was like, this dude's voice sounds freaking familiar. I can't make it out, though. And and then I clicked on other videos. I'm like, oh, shit. I've probably bought, bought video games just because your voice sells it. I suckered you. Do you do? You do. How, how do you get that voice? How did you mold that? Uh, well, Amanda and I have, both have big theater backgrounds, and so I did. Uh, I did tons of theater, and then... Um, took vocal lessons for like a year, I think when I was in like junior high or maybe like freshman year of high school, but I just did, I've done like 15 musicals. So I just did a ton of different theater. And so when you are on stage and are just like projecting constantly and you're like, I have no microphone. I got this whole auditorium has to hear me. And then you start doing like internet video or you like get into a voiceover booth. And it's just like, I think just like, you know, I don't even know if it's training you'd call it, but it's just like doing that for so long. I think just kind of like I, I remember doing anything goes in fourth grade and seeing that I had to sing and I was terrified. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and the first we you know, we started starting reviews in 05 and the first ones I did were god awful because I was so focused on sounding cool. And like so, yeah, it took a while. It took like three or four years to just kind of calm down and find like a nice, comfortable tone. But you do, you sound cool as shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I need to take uh, advice from you. I need to learn how to not sound sound like this. How do I not sound like this? Like, you know, I, I don't have a well, speed. I'm up and down. You're like, perfect. You're floating. Yeah. <laughs> I will sell you. A, you're a man and you want to buy tampons? I will sell well, it's it right now. Well, it's funny because we have uh, table mics. We do the podcast in the garage and we have table mics. And we have some guys that are, you know, used to they'll make kind of some comments back here. But if somebody specifically asks a question, it's like, oh, OK, they'll lean in and like give the answer. And so, like, sometimes I'm just kind of like, come on, you know, like push my <laughs> shoulder, just like get in there. Like, because um, yeah. it sounds way more personal. Like, totally. This. Yeah. Yeah. This is where you sell shampoo right here. So, like. Hey, Brandon, for the rest of this conversation, <laughs> we're going to talk right here. What's up, dude? What's yeah. up? What this? That's what the yeah, yeah. We're getting horribly awkward right now. Hey, horribly awkward. Yeah, dude. So I, I just wanted, to, I would just wanted to say that I'm a big fan of your reviews. And Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Sometimes I just don't know the names of reviewers, but now I totally know your your name. And I'm gonna every time I post in our group, we have a horrible gamers podcast group too. I'm cool. gonna post. This is Brandon Jones, guys. Yeah, yeah. We, you know, we 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 have a lot of reach, but it's always not, like at least once a day, there's some YouTube comment or something. People are like, "Wait, wait a minute!" Like, because we have a different name. We used to be a big game trailers, and people are like, "Is that the guy?" You know. 
And oh, so, Easy like, Allies used to be game trailers. Yeah. That and makes people, way more sense now. Right? It's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together. And not only that, but there are people that I've, I, I'll meet, you know, uh, other journalists and stuff like that in the industry that will meet me and be like, oh, that's a nice guy. And just like, his voice is familiar. And they're like, that's the guy, you know. So, like, they meet me before they even, like, I'm two people in their brain. And then they, like, finally put it together. Has anybody okay. ever, like, spotted your voice in public? At conventions and stuff, yeah. I'll be, like, in a group or a conversation or. You never have the yeah. gas station. Like, After, I'll take like, four a 20 or things, like. I can just tell somebody's looking at me funny, and I'm like, yeah. And they're like, have we met? And I'm like, I do the voice. And they're like, God, that's what it is. <laughs> you never at the gas station? Like, I'll take, I'll take no, 20 on sweet, pump four. Like, oh, yeah. wait. Oh, shit. Game trailers. One of these days. I did get by, by your theater one time, a very drunk guy. Like, but he saw me. He wasn't the voice. But, like, he, like, screamed at me. He was like, guy, try this. And I was like, oh, geez, what? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> and was, and it, I think a, once a, or twice at Disneyland, that was a slam dunk. A couple yeah. of people at Disneyland said hi. Yeah. Oh, I even, that's awesome. I, I even went for a gaming event one time and a guy spotted me at Disneyland. And I was like, oh, you're here for the Mega 64 thing? And he was like, the what? And I'm like, oh, get out. You just were here? Like, that's awesome. <laughs> so. Wow, that's awesome. That's really cool. I, uh, so awesome that you got to – and just randomly, by watching the video, I was like, oh, I, I, I know this voice. I got I got to figure this out. So awesome. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's thanks nice for dropping by, dude. Anytime. Oh, my pleasure. Have a fun podcast, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Later, dude. You're crazy right here. She's, she's making everything crazy. <laughs> well, there you go. That explains a lot. Amazing. Yeah. Now we said game trailers. That makes way more sense to me. I didn't yeah. realize they switched names. Well, so they 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 uh they got there were some mergers and acquisitions and uh game trailers as it was became no more. Uh IGN actually owns game trailers on like YouTube now and they post trailers of games and that's really it as far as I know. And so the guys that were in game trailers at that point said, hey, let's let's keep doing some stuff together. Let's keep making reviews and stuff. So they launched Easy Allies uh, through Patreon, and um, they've been doing it for about a year and a half. That's that's a rad story. Yeah, yeah, so I'm pretty proud. But what's great about it, too, is like when he was doing game trailers, I wasn't really able to be on that many shows, but now they're doing live streaming, and we are, <laughs> we're, we are currently using our home studio, uh, AKA our garage. Um, so I pop out there and I get to be on shows and that's kind of how spouse quest began. Uh, I, Brandon told me he'd never played space quest, which is one of my favorite series ever. Um, and I said, well, we should play that. And he said, well, why don't we stream it live? Me playing that. And I said, that's a great idea. And then I don't remember which of us thought of the pun spouse quest, but we both thought that was very funny. So we played Space Quest first, and then we played other things. Um, but yeah, the most recent Spouse Quest was uh, the Star Trek one, where I got to be the captain in virtual reality. I and still I, I blew, tried it. I blew up the ship. Oh, <laughs> snap. I mean, we, 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 we successfully did the mission the second time, but the first time I, I blew up the ship. I have never tried VR yet. I'm, I'm a big gamer. I play a lot of games, but I just I haven't. I haven't, for one, I haven't seen a demo of it. I don't know anybody with it uh, locally. And also, I just, I, uh, I got a nearsighted eye and a farsighted eye. So I don't oh. know if, if spending $500 on something that could make me dizzy, you know, being that close. Like when I look at, you know, my phone for too long, it's like, it's hard to focus. You know, one eye yeah. is trying to look at the ground, the other one's trying to look at the phone. <laughs> um, I would say that that might be problematic for you and mm. that you should try it out 
at like a friend's place or something first or like at a convention, you know, find find an opportunity to try it somewhere before you commit. Maybe they have them at Best Buy. I don't know. Yeah, I don't around here. I mean, I'm in Fresno, California. I don't think they have have I've never seen it. I go to Best Buy all the time. I've never seen the demo setups, but you know, I would love yeah. to try it. I tried the the cardboard thing for a phone and, and that really messed me up. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. That's the thing is like I was I was nervous that it would give me a headache. I was nervous that it would make me nauseous, although I don't usually get nauseous, but I still thought, you know, who knows. But I put that on and I was like, oh, it looks just like life. Well, a, a little different, but like pretty. <laughs> a little different. <laughs> a little different. But like, you know, the, the with the headphones on and just nothing else in your line of sight but the bridge of your starship. You really, it sounds and it looks like you're aboard a ship traveling through space. And that's kind of unbelievable. That sounds so amazing. That sounds, I, I figure, I'm, I think I might get in there and not want to leave though. And it's like, you know, f- screw work. I just yeah. want to stay here. Go, go all ready player one. Yeah. So you're, a, you're actually a huge gamer, which is awesome, you know, because you, you actually play games. You play a lot of games that you're, you have voices in. Like, I know you're in Coraline. Uh, I did play some of Coraline. Um, no, I generally don't play first person shooters. Um, yeah, I would say that my tendency, well, I played Lego Dimensions and I'm in that, but, um, but no, generally speaking, the games that I gravitate towards, I have not been in, which is weird. That's a weird thing, but maybe I just need to be in more games and then those two things will come together. Like, I really wanted to be in the King's Quest, the new release of the King's Quest games. Yeah. And I did get to audition for that, but I didn't book it. And I was like, oh, that would have been such a childhood dream come true. So, did, you know. Did you, get, did you get your hopes like hopes way up? Like, oh, this would be amazing, King's Quest. I could be in there. And, like, come on, call you every day. You're like, hey, like, what the hell? Like, come on. <laughs> Well, you know, I I try to I did get my hopes up, but I do try to not get my hopes up anymore as an actor because I find that if they're up, then there's this like down period. So, it's much better to keep my hopes sort of neutral. Mm-hmm. And then if I get something, it's like then I can be happy. And celebrate, but if I don't, then I can just have enjoyed the audition experience and the fact that I get to say that I'm an actor and that, I, that I've that i been doing it consistently enough to make it my only job, you know? So, like, just, like, keeping that, like, very moderate point of view, I find, is the most helpful thing. Yeah, it's but- <laughs> too stressful for, for me and my personality because I know you're auditioning constantly for either voice roles or you know, actual acting roles. And you, I mean, you obviously can't get them all. And, and the people, the people looking for who they want in their movies, their, their shows, their, their, uh, their games, they're just looking for something specific at that moment, which may or may not be you. And it, for me personally, I would take that person like, Oh, like, Oh, I must suck. I must yeah. really suck. I would say that there are times when obviously I'm not able to not take it personally, mm-hmm. but but you have to have a good support network of people you can call up and be like, oh, man, today my feelings got hurt. You know, like like to that, like that's really important. But for the most part, what I like to do and what a lot of actors do, I think, is I think of the role as basically 
it's already cast and it's either cast with me in it or it's cast with somebody else in it. And, and the people making whatever the project is are just waiting to encounter the person that already booked it. So if it's not the right role for me, it's the right role for someone else. And ideally it's the right role for a friend. Uh, cause I, I don't think like, I never feel competitive with other actors. I just think like, you know, good for you because you got the role that you were meant to get. And I will get the roles that I'm meant to get because none of us are the same people and none of us bring the same things to the table. So yeah, that's a good way to look at it. So positive. You're so positive, Amanda. It's, it's hard being an actor. Like, you know, it's, it's a real, there's some, I, I, if people ask me like, you know, what, if, if they ask me for advice about being an actor, one of the things I say is like, you have to get your mental stuff in line. You have to like meditate. You need to go to therapy. You know, you got to do things that fulfill you because it, it, every day you're looking for work and every day you're basically being judged on who you are and what you bring to the table. And so, so you gotta, you gotta do the work to stay healthy and stay, um, balanced. So you do a lot of voice stuff and on screen stuff, which, which, okay, let's say, let's say this. You had to kill one right now. And I know this is going to be a hard <laughs> answer. You're like, I don't want to kill either because they're both amazing. You have to kill one right now. You can only do on screen or you can only do voice. Go. Uh, I would do, I would want to do um, television on screen. Awesome. Um, because I've always pictured myself as the funny but poignant recurring role on a successful dramatic show like Fargo or um, The Magicians or, you know, something uh, where there's a little bit of humor, but there's also a good amount of stakes and drama. Um, that's that's my jam. And ideally, there would be some kind of magic or sci-fi involved. Like, oh, my God, if I could be on a Star Trek show, forget about it. Oh, forget about snap. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Magicians. I love that show. Yeah, it's, it's so really good. good. <laughs> it's, it's like this fantasy thing. And then all of a sudden, it's super either it's super perverted or it's super graphic. And you're like, wow, I didn't yeah. see that happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the books are great too, by the way, if you haven't read the I I'm going to say that about everything. What's a I, book? I, Is that like that thing with like the paper? Yeah, it's got paper and like Ugh. words on it and stuff. Um uh but 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 I wouldn't want to kill both, to be honest, cuz there's something to be said about like if you get to be a character on a cartoon series and you become part of people's you, not just their childhoods, because obviously people watch as adults, but you, you, it, it has this eternal quality to it if you're on a cartoon show and an iconic quality. And because the animators can draw you exactly the way they want to, there's an exactness with the emotional expression, which I think is really appealing. So, I mean, the, I, I, I would, I would love that. Um, uh, you know, like you think about like, um, we just lost uh, a great talent. We just lost June Foray, who was Rocky, the squirrel in Rocky and Bullwinkle, oh, among really? many, uh. many other things. She was uh, in her 90s, I believe. But you think about that, 
And like you say Rocky and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, Rocky and Bullwinkle. I know who that is. I know what that sounds like. And there's just a saying power to it that's, you know, um, one of the coolest things that I've ever gotten to do is I was on a I was on a cartoon voices panel and um, we were talking about like the cartoons that we've um, been a part of and doing different voices. And we did like a live reading of a script and um, did all these different characters live, which was really cool. But they sat me next to Maurice LaMarche, who is um, one of the most amazing voiceover actors ever, period. And um, he was uh, the brain in Pinky and the Brain. Okay. And so, like, I grew up with him on my TV, and I thought, wow, that's amazing, this character. I love it. And when I became, like, when I got older, I was like, oh, that's a thing you can do. And then to actually get to meet him is just like, it, it you know. So, so I definitely, I think in a certain way, I'm more starstruck by these big animation actors than I am by almost anyone else in Hollywood because they transform so completely into these different characters. So, yeah. So there's the long-winded answer, which is I wouldn't want to kill either of them because both would be super great. That's not the rules of the game, though. I know, I know. Not the I, rules I, of the I, game. <laughs> I, I, picked, I picked already. I picked already because, like, I don't know. There's something, there's something like, you know, did you ever watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Um, I believe I've seen the movie. I don't know if I've really ever really watched the show. Well, so on the show, like Willow, like she goes all like evil witch on it and like her eyes go black and like, I'd love to do something like where it's like, oh, she's just normal and then she's evil (laughs) (laughs) or like prosthetics, like just pop out of my face. She's a werewolf now. Like, oh no. Or like I have wings. Yeah, totally. I mean, I, so I watched Banff. What does Banff stand for? Badass mother effer. Badass motherfucker. We can say motherfucker. Okay. Badass. Badass, mo- badass motherfucker. Girls club. Okay, so I watched. Um, I watched. I watched like ten episodes. Uh, just recently, because it's so easy. I could just they're five five minutes long. Yeah, I could just anytime. Long. Yeah, it's like candy. It it's it's really good. It's awesome because I know all the characters. So it's like it's Michonne <laughs> from Walking Dead. Uh, is Hermione, is that a, okay, don't hate me when I say this. I know you're going to probably slap me over Skype. I've never seen Harry Potter. You're killing me. Oh, I know, but I have watched that new one. Look, I'm taking off my headphones. Oh. I'm leaving. She got, their eyes are black. There's prosthetics ah! coming out. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Oh no. What happened? Um, Where was I? Um, are you, Sean? Oh no. Are you okay? I'm here. You took my voice though. Oh, Wrong spell. it's probably because you didn't read the Harry Potter series. I need my voice back. I got to continue and- the podcast. Please give back. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was weird. Okay. Yeah. So Hermione, is that as a Harry Potter character? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Bella <laughs> from Twilight. You're killing me here. I, I Okay. So you said you didn't watch the Harry Potter movies, but what I would like, I don't care if you haven't watched the movies. But you gotta read those books. books. They're so good. I'm allergic to paper. Oh darn it! Yeah, sorry. I'm allergic to paper. Yeah. Done. My hands All swell right. up. I don't need my hands swelling up. I'm a hand model, so. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. I knew that. 
Yeah, I'm like a working class hand model. Like I do like Lowe's ads where you got hammers and I got, you know, I, I have to, even when I have my hands clean, I have to put like grease underneath the nails so they're like dirty. You know, I look like a man. Yeah, hey, you got to have real looking hands. Man stuff. Uh, yeah. So so we got we got Michonne, Hermione, uh, Bella from from uh, Twilight. Uh, Elizabeth is from, that's Dragon dragon uh, Tattoo, right? Girl, girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Dragon Tattoo. Uh, Buffy. Um... Katniss, and there was one with Arya Stark. She showed up. That was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a that's a really cool show. And I gotta say, for being a fictional character, Hermione might be like my biggest. I might have I might have the biggest crush on her. Yay! She, every time she's on screen, and that's you. It's just like it's just happiness. You can't help but oh, just smile. Thanks. Well, you know the, the 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 reason I got so passionate and destroyed you with my magical powers momentarily yeah, that was, there. That was bad. Was because. I feel like so Hermione is like my spirit animal like like I feel such a kinship with this character and then when I got to play her it was really fun for me to explore you know all of her weaknesses cuz it's a comedy and so to get to both have the hilarious scripted lines and then the director uh Emily Mc, Emily McGregor she let me go off script quite a bit she said just don't go for five minutes but improv and so I got to play around a lot and like they just they wrote such funny things for me so that was just a huge pleasure to do so you're watching me have the best time ever which is maybe why it's so fun to watch it is yeah it really that character (laughs) really you really make that character shine and every time she's on screen it's just like yes the uh, the episode I liked the most so far was that was the talent show one Oh yeah, that's like fine. I put that a was... freaking potion together in my mouth. <laughs> it was very gross. That was gross. It was like chips and random bits of berry, and like <laughs> it was all real food. But it was like it was gross. And by like the like the fifth take, it was getting very disgusting. So the passion was real. <laughs> I was I was rather upset at that point that I didn't win. That's because, a great show. That's a great. Yeah. So, how would you how would you explain that? So, it's like a bunch of these fictional fictional characters from a bunch of movie, a different movies, are basically in like a real world type setting house. That's exactly how I would describe it. You did it perfectly. That's Perfect. exactly right. It's based on the Bad Girls Club, which I I don't think I actually ever watched that, but it's sort of like real world, uh, in that we're all in a house together. And then we had other guests stop by. So yeah, we had Willow. We had uh, Arya Stark. We had um, Sookie from True Blood. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> we had we had Doctor Who stop by. So you know, like really, really fun stuff there. Yeah, the um, well, I think Willow is one of the, maybe one of the, one of the last ones. I is that the is that where like Buffy tries to hook hook Hermione uh-huh. up with like oh there's another witch. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, oh god. Yeah. yeah, but then she ends up with um, with uh, Elizabeth. It's a great show. I like that. Thanks. I, like that. I um I seen I saw you were in Children's Hospital, which is a show I've never actually got to watch, but I love oh, Rob yeah. Corddry. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a interesting, quirky show, and um, yeah, that was fun to be a part of that. Uh, Michael Blyden directed that episode, and um, yeah, that was fun. And that was another instance where like, like I had the scripted lines, but there was definitely like a little bit of interchange, like extra calling on the improv skills to um, bounce back and forth there in that sequence. So that was, yeah, I was glad to be on that show. That was fun. 
it's God, really so it's really so a funny fun. show yeah yeah, yeah. It seems I, it seems cool to have a little bit of freedom i mean i could you're a very creative person especially with improv improv is is hard uh, unless you're good at it which you're great at it <laughs> I just have no filter, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got this like major filter. My brain's always, I always have like five thoughts stopping one thought and it's, it's stupid. Oh yeah. No, my brain is like, talk first, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then later I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, let's pretend like I didn't say those five things. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, I feel like when you're in a character, it's it's a lot easier to do an improv, right? You feel like you're like, I just I just kind of switched my brain over to somebody else, so I'm just somebody else all of a sudden. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I would say so. It's it's um, you know, a lot of the improv that I do is uh, narrative genre based improv, meaning that we study a genre and then we do a full length show, uh, like an hour long show telling one story so it's not short form it's a very long form um style and so we do a star trek show uh x files i've got that going on we're just wrapping up young adult dystopia which is like hunger games and um divergent and things like that um and sometimes we'll do a serialized type show so star trek is serialized um, we did a Game of Thrones show last year that was serialized. And awesome. so in those, uh, you're playing a character that's the same every week. So you have not just the rules of the genre that you're that you get to have as parameters, but then you also have your characters wants and um, their their traits to help you along the path of the story. And that that in a certain sense makes it easier because, um, there are limited, more limited options mm-hmm. in a, in a way. Um, uh, whereas with more open genres, it's like, well, the sky's the limit. Anything could happen. Yeah. And, and so, um, which is also really fun, but there's definitely something to be said for like having, um, having some restrictions in place that help with the storytelling. So, so in Game of Thrones, were you playing a character that's actually from the story of Game of Thrones? Uh, no, we were playing. So we kind of established that we were in, we were on the Game of Thrones planet, um, but we were not necessarily in Westeros. Okay. Um, like we were a continent that was adjacent that you had not heard of. And um, there were similar issues at stake, like, um, dead men rising and zombies and dragons, uh, and politics. Um, but, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't the same characters at all. And I actually played, um, a, a girl, um, I played a girl named Mina Flowers. Um, she was a bastard of, um, uh, the Lady Bright household and so in the in the region that she was from, the bastards are called Flowers. That's her last name. Like Jon Snow's last name is Snow because he's a bastard in the north. And so um, anyway, she uh, went to essentially King's Landing to get an education um, as a maester. So she disguised herself um, as a boy and then got training as a maester and placed in one of the, the big households in the kingdom. And, 
of course, if you're disguised as a boy within a hotbed of political intrigue, you know, ultimately something's going to happen. And I am. Um, <coughs> I accidentally kind of on purpose murdered somebody and then I had <laughs> accidentally to, on purpose. That's how it and happens. And then and then there was some like heat between me and this prince and he didn't know why because clearly I was a boy, but then later of course it's revealed that I'm a girl and so then like there's like a little romance there and we all escaped to the countryside with this lovable bard uh, slash magical person named Falric Baudino, and we are all riding off on horseback, and so it was like a really fun storyline. But eventually, I I was debastardized, and I got to claim the Lady Bright household, and then I um set siege on King's Landing because I was like, I'm gonna take over the throne. I don't know. I I got real political, so well, that was really fun. Wow, that, that sounds all, that and that sounds was all improvised. Awesome. You know, it just so came, it just it just came up from the relationships that happened during the show. That sounds amazing. Are you are you a Game of Thrones fan? I take it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, I love <laughs> Game of Thrones. That's one of those and, shows that I watch constantly, and I love it. But I'm so confused on what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to say this. You're gonna hate me. I told you I'm gonna say this all the time, but okay. like I read I read the books. And it really helps. <laughs> so much time reading a book. I mean, I can get through a page, maybe. Um, you know what? I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I do audiobooks. Oh, well, that doesn't count as reading. Doesn't it, though? Uh, maybe. I, I think yeah. I need to do that. I need to start doing more audiobooks because I work 10, 11-hour shifts and I'm constantly listening to podcasts and stuff. But I feel like I could be listening to some of these great stories, you know. But then I don't want to be the guy who gets – I don't want to turn to the guy like, well, I listened to the audiobook and it was way better. Uh, I mean, you're basically doing an impression of me right now is what I just did. <laughs> and like, you know, I'm okay with that. I'm at, I'm at peace with the fact that I'm the person that says the book was better. Like I I just – you know, it, it's just true is it the is, problem. Right? It's the problem. I mean, not always – there are definitely things I have, like I will say, I will go out on this little limb here. All right, go ahead. So I enjoyed the Magician's Trilogy. The books got much better as they went on. The first book was not as good, but then the second book was better and the third book was really, really good. And so season one, do we have two seasons of the Magicians now? I think so. Yeah, there's so two, those. Yeah. But but those are covering essentially the events of book one into book two a little bit. And I would say that they have done a better job in the storytelling on that show than in book one of The Magicians. So there you go. There's one instance where I liked the show better than the book. But that didn't mean that I didn't like the book because I did like the book. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I follow. I totally follow uh -huh. that. Did you yeah. watch It? Have you seen It? No. Are you, not, are you into Stephen King stuff? I like Stephen King, but oh my goodness, I can't really watch scary movies in movie theaters because um, I get too scared and I'm um, I scream. Uh, <laughs> there uh, was a couple of those in the theater. It was awesome. I uh, and I I actually I I asked Brandon if he wanted to go see it with me a couple nights ago, and he's like, "Yeah, let's go." And so I went to go get the tickets, and then I paused and I pictured myself sitting in this movie theater and I was looking, you know how they have like the, 
the um, theaters now where you can choose your seats. Yeah, the reserve seats. The reserve seats. So I was looking at the seating map, and I saw, okay, there's people sitting here. There's people here. We kind of want to sit in the middle, but there's people around me, and I'm like, I'm going to bother everybody because I'm going to scream. And then I thought, well, we should sit further away from people. But then I was afraid to sit far away from them because that would leave me open to the clowns if the clowns were to attack in the theater. <laughs> and so I um, I decided that I actually couldn't see it in the theater because oh. I was too scared. So we, we stayed home and we watched uh, The Big Sick, which was excellent. And yeah, not I just watched that too. That was, Isn't that, was that a good really, movie? So good. Yeah, that was great. But yeah, so I'll see it when it when it comes out because on like on video. <laughs> I'll see it when it comes out on video. On VHS. Well, uh, I need my Betamax. Um, <laughs> but yeah, pass me a laser disc. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I um <laughs> I um I yeah I so I went to see the others in theater. You know that Nicole Kidman movie. That was a, that was an awesome movie. It was a good movie, and that was a that was a thriller, right? It wasn't too scary, but there was this there was tension building in the movie, and I'm watching it, and all of a sudden this door opens, and it wasn't even like a jump scare. There wasn't any. It wasn't supposed to be scary in the least, and I screamed. I went ah, like just like <laughs> a huge scream, and the whole audience laughed at me. Because it was completely inappropriate. So I, I've i tried to monitor um, how I inflict myself on crowds. And and, and also, also, you can't pause in a movie theater. And sometimes if I'm watching something really scary, I need to pause and like take a moment and just breathe for a <laughs> second because it's too intense. Well, I got a friend. Uh, I won't mention his name, but he does not like horror movies. Uh, he does not watch them. <laughs> If we're in a, if we're in the theater watching a movie, this is a this is a true story. The it trailer comes came on. He he'll pull his phone out, and he'll go on do whatever he's doing on his phone to keep himself from not watching the trailer until the trailer's over. Then he'll put his phone back. He like he does not like horror movies. But after all this, like it is like the top selling horror movie. It's a it's the highest grossing uh, Thursday night showing of any movie. It's got so many like it's just it, it killed it in the box office. So he yeah. he's like I need to go see this. So he went with he went with his mom to go <laughs> see it. And uh, what he did is uh, here's a little pro tip that I just learned. <laughs> it's, there's a thing like called jumpscares.com or something, and you can you can you, they'll explain when they're gonna happen so you can know when they're gonna happen so you won't be so freaked out. Uh, you know that's brilliant, but. Okay, here are my two butts. <laughs> two butts. But number one is I don't want it spoiled. And but number two is I think I would get more scared if I really knew it was coming. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Because um, I kind of know when they're coming anyway. You know, you can just sense the way the camera's moving. Mm -hmm. And like if it's tilting a little bit, you're like, okay, here we go. Or if there's like, oh, it's just normal. Everything's normal. But there's that little bit of unease. You know it's coming. It's coming. Uh, one of the improv shows that I, I got to do with the main company of improv theater is Horror Unscripted, where we do, we like improvise horror movies. Oh, that sounds amazing. It's so, so fun. Mind They're blown. actually, 
You're going to be doing that in October at the Broad Theater in uh, Santa Monica. Um, so that if you're interested in that, you should go check that out. Um, but uh, not not you, because then you would have to fly down here. But like I'm, you, I'm, and- I'm, I'm Santa Monica. That's like oh, I'm, I'm in Fresno. You're Santa so. Monica. I'm in Fresno. Oh, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, that's not close to you. Santa Monica and Fresno are not close, is what I'm saying. Where's Santa Monica? It's L.A., right? Yeah. It's like three hours. Oh, that's not too bad. I guess I don't know where Fresno is. Fresno's, uh, I'm like, I'm right in the center of California. Like, literally, when you're driving down the freeway, there's this, there's a pine tree and there's a palm tree in the middle of the freeway that, that shows that that's the center of California. <laughs> oh, well, then, then if you have time, you could come down and see it. It's pretty good, um, I have to say. But what was fun about improvising the genre is that you got to study um, how horror films work. And there's this whole thing about uh, you see the world, but there's something not quite right with it. And that's always the start. It's like there's just something a little bit off, like – a woman walks into her house and she goes to put her keys down on the table, but the table has shifted an inch. And she's like, well, that's weird. And then, you know, the dog is barking outside and it won't stop barking. So you just have this like normal world, but there's just like this little bit of like, mm, something's not right. And then you get, so that's unease. And then that builds to dread and dread is when there's an expectation of disaster. And then you get, whatever that disaster is, which is generally like um, the dog gets killed or like, you know, in it, the little boy gets sucked down into the sewer. So now you've launched, you're off into this scary place. And now it's just about modulating between dread and horror and disgust until the end. And it's just like, I love it. You know, it's it just, they, and people who make horror films, they're just playing with you. They're just like, aha, I'm going to freak you out so much by combining these things. It's just <laughs> all the stuff at once. I love it. Well, you did a, you did a horror movie. You did Parser. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was I've seen that. I've seen that. A couple, a, I watched it twice. It's really, really well shot. I love that house you're in. Oh, yeah. So that was part of um, a, a joint project that uh, YouTube Red did with Skybound. And Skybound does um, The Walking Dead. Uh uh, it's a production company. And so um, Kirkman, who created The Walking Dead, the comics and the show, he the the premise was he was going to be judging these films. And so there was an application process. And so th- I think six different YouTube channels got selected. Maybe it was eight different channels got selected to make a short on a set that was built at the YouTube studios out here in um, Playa del Rey. And so they built this amazing horror house. So if you look for them, there's actually a whole bunch of uh, films that are on the same set. So you can see how these different um, uh, YouTube creators use the set to tell different stories. And they're all scary. And it was, it was a really cool thing to be a part of. Yeah, that was a, that was an awesome short film. I mean, I mean, you were in there. Did you feel terrified? I know you're in that little tent and people are banging on it. I mean, do you get in? Do you really get into that? Like, I'm really scared right now. I mean, or is it all? Is it all just an act? I mean, if I would try to, I think it'd be hard to get in that headspace. But if you did, you'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm really getting attacked by a ghost right now." I think it's a, it's, it's ideally it's a combo. There is something that is less scary about when you're filming it because you're right there with all these people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, you just you, you're, you, there's a guy right in front of you or a gal holding a camera. So you're. 
you know, you know that you're with people all the time. Uh, and that house was inside of a soundstage inside of like a modern studio. So it wasn't, you know, you just, you just walk outside and you're immediately back in normal, not scary land. Um, but you do, I think that there is a little bit of like, um, you get a little creeped out after a while, I think. Uh, and ideally you do want to be legitimately scared. You want to feel those things, but you know, there's different styles of acting and I'm, I, I don't necessarily subscribe to like method where you're like fully in Leto. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I think it's good to have a little bit of grounding in, in reality, but it's also, you know, it's helpful to get in the mode and the mindset of whatever you're doing and not to, you know, like in between takes, you don't want to like go on your phone and watch something hilarious if you're doing a drama or like, you know, joke, joke around with your co-actors too much. You know, you want to stay in that moment. So there's something to be said for that too. Um, But I'll tell you what, uh, I didn't get too scared filming that, but I did get freaked out filming Zoe and the Prince because we shot that at the old Firestone factory. I want to say Firestone factory. And we were down in the basement and they actually shot this um, other show there that was like about like exposing people to ghosts and stuff. So, so it was already like supposed to be haunted. So we were in a supposedly haunted old factory in the basement and it was where they would like, there was like old tar everywhere and the people from that production that were trying to scare people on the, not, not on the show that not on the shoot that I was on, but on this other horror show, they had like taken tar and made these giant footprints all around. And there were these like little ovens and dark hallways. And it was very, and, and, sounds and creepy. it was really scary. And, and because this was part of this 24 hour film festival, we'd all been up for like 20 hours at this point. And so we're tired and it's scary. And like, yeah, so I, I, that was kind of a creepy, that was creepy. That one. That sounds, I, re- I really want to watch Zoe and the Prince. Yeah, I know. I hope that comes out soon. I should follow up with them and see when that's coming out. Yeah, that, that's awesome. I, ke- I kept my eye on it a couple times. Every once in a while, I'll check and, you know, sometimes they're, they're, short films are, are sometimes impossible to find. <laughs> I don't know. It's It seems so hard to Google it and find it. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm totally looking forward to seeing that. Um, uh, oh, let's take a quick break and do some okay. shout outs. Okay. Oh, well, you know it's time for shout outs, baby. So make a list of people you want Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out now This is the Horribly Awkward Podcast Shout out, shout out, shout out, shout out now Big shout out to Kira Bucklin. Uh, you guys might know her voice as 2B and near Automata. I love her voice. I love 2B. That was an awesome podcast. And I want to say, give a big shout out to Caitlin McAtee, that's my friend, super comic nerd and comedian. She is awesome. I want to thank her for coming and, and bailing me out of last last episode because I was basically a third wheel on my own podcast. <laughs> it was so it was so awkward because the, I, I brought Caitlin because I knew they had way more in common than me, but um, that was a fun episode. So awesome. And I want to give a big shout out to cell phones in general. 
uh, Apple, Android, whatever, just if without them, we would be lost. I mean, you would not make any phone calls on a cellular device. Yeah, you would have to find a landline. And I'd have to find a life because I couldn't rely on the phone to keep me company. That's pretty sad. Uh, what about you, yeah. Amanda? Shout- oh, wait, no. Big shout oh, out to oh. Brandon Jones. Yay! For being my husband and for being just jumping in here on this and Easy Allies, shout out to Easy Allies. Yeah. Uh, You can find them on YouTube and Patreon.com. If you liked game trailers, then you'll love Easy Allies. It is the same guys that did game trailers. Now they're at EasyAllies.com, so check that out. Uh, I want to give a shout out to two really helpful actor podcasts. We already talked about Kiff Vanden Heuvel's very helpful all over voiceover uh, podcast. It's a great resource for uh, voiceover actors. Um, and, um, and he gets into not just like, uh, you know, how, how to have a voiceover career, but also like the mentality and, and the acting chops behind it and the spiritual side of, acting business in general, which is a big component to keeping your spirits up. And then uh, my other shout out is to Audrey Helps Actors, which is um, a pretty new podcast, but it's already picking up like gangbusters. And it's so tremendous. If you are a working actor, you need to be listening to this podcast or if you want to be or if you were trying to up level, you know, just listen to it. It's by a working actor and it's the real deal stuff that you need to know. Um, Audrey Helps Actors. And then I'm going to give a shout out to uh, Coffee. Yes. (laughs) Coffee is sometimes when I have my first cup of coffee, (laughs) I want to like share with the world how much it means to me because it 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 really it takes my day and it makes it like begin for me. This morning I was drinking my smoothie and I was like, huh, I don't feel like I'm ready for my day yet. And then I was like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> I haven't had a sip of my coffee yet. It was just sitting there getting cold. <laughs> and then I took a sip and I literally, this is a real story. I'm not making this up. I'm not improvising. This is like it. real life. I took a sip and I was like, ah, <laughs> and I felt so happy. And it makes me worry a little bit. Because if the zombie apocalypse happens, you need coffee. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like get in on the ground floor on the black market scene for coffee because you know coffee is gonna be hard to come by, and we're gonna there's gonna be a real issue. I'm gonna stock up. I'm gonna like have a trade in coffee. I'll accept uh, coffee as currency if there's a zombie apocalypse. So know that. <laughs> I, I'll have to find other things to trade. Like, I'll be like, here, have my thing of 40 freeze-dried meals in return for one pound of coffee. God, coffee's you know? the shit. It, it is. It you is. You need it. I, I have a thing, though. Lately, I can't drink. You hear that plane? Yeah, whoa. Oh, the zombie apocalypse, guys. They're coming in. No. Military. Where's my coffee? I live right by the airport. Less than a mile. Wow. That's a loud plane. Yeah, um, it's like like on your house. There's a military base right there and the airport. So sometimes oh. the jets take off. When the jets take off, uh, my, my, my work is actually right around the corner. And it's right oh. there next to the airport, like across the street. Yeah. You have to shut up when they're taking off. There's like... 
and you can't hear nothing. You have to just stop your conversation and wait. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, what I was saying about coffee is I can't drink coffee right when I wake up. There's something no. for me going from from tired to like spun out. Like I, I've just, I'll just get spun out. And there's days where I've done this. I've drink a, a, a strong cup of co- cup of coffee, and I spent seven hours going from Twitter to Instagram to to Facebook. Oh yeah, that's that. Ooh. I can't stop. That's I just a, like that's like a whole spiral. I'm like gotta keep gotta gotta keep the notifications at zero. Go 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 go. <laughs> it's, it's it's terrifying. So what I've been drinking, <laughs> what I've been doing lately, and it, this works. This actually works. Is uh, I've been drinking decaf, and it's just I got coffee. It 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 somehow wakes me up, but it's, de- it's there's no caffeine. It's just it's it's all in my mind. It's like, but I still get my cup of coffee. Yeah, well, maybe you don't need the caffeine part of it. Maybe you just like the flavor, the aroma, the experience. But later and at night, so the, though, I'll be so falling asleep, and I'm like, yeah. I need a real cup of coffee. This- I have been drinking coffee since I was about eight years old. Wow. So, like, for me, it's not just... Um, it's a way of life. It's Yeah, it's, it's definitely a habit. It's definitely a ritual, but there's also, like, I think there's a medical component where, like, I'm not really Amanda until coffee. <laughs> um, You're that when, beast with the black eyes and the prosthetics. Yeah, You're like, my coffee. Yeah, we were on our honeymoon in Germany, and we'd taken this tour of the residence in uh, Würzburg, which is actually where I was born. My parents were both in the army, and uh, so I was born there on base. Um, but, uh, so we're taking this tour and somehow in that particular day, we hadn't managed to get me my cup of coffee. And so I was like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And we do the tour. And at the end of the tour, I say to my husband, I'm like, I'm just going to sit down at this table here in this little, like there was like a little cafeteria area at the end of the tour. I was like, I'm just going to sit down here for a second. I fell asleep. (laughs) And so then we had he like he just waited. I don't know how long I was asleep, but like I felt I felt I sat and I slept inside of a historical building in a place where arguably you should not sleep. <laughs> or maybe and you should sleep. Maybe it was that boring. I just it was like <laughs> Amanda's shutting down. The Amanda you are looking for is not available. I'm sure. Uh so then we found me um like a cappuccino somewhere and just walk. draw all over your shirt big ring around the- yeah he's like oh this is uh part of the marriage i wasn't expecting <laughs> do you drink <laughs> coffee black or with creamer with a little milk i uh there's this creamer i i caught a couple of weeks ago at walmart you uh, caught it i caught it i told it, it was, was trying to get kidding? away uh it was it went so fast that i have not seen it since because it sold out that quick it was reese's peanut butter chocolate peanut oh. butter creamer so good and I, I've not seen it since. It just sold out. It was like it's a limited time on it, and it was really limited. The next week, it was gone. I haven't seen it since. They'll bring it back if it's popular. They'll bring it back. <sighs> it was it's so like that, good. It's like that Girl Scout cookie one. You know, they got Girl Scout cookie like the Samoas and yes, the, 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 thin, yeah. the thin mints. They got those flavors. I like that caramel one. They only, yeah. I've only seen it in the real small one. They have like a little small one. They the, don't want people to go too crazy with it. Yeah, you start drinking it. Oh, there you go. That's well, fourteen hundred calories. Mm. Mm. I think I think that that's not really a real. I don't know if it has real dairy in it or not, too. So I would wonder, like, what exactly it is. Yeah, what is? And it? if you should, I don't know. Why? Why is it like? Why is it thirty calories for like a tablespoon? Like, what is in that thing? Sugar. Yeah, 
I always get sugar free though. But when I get that, I'll I'll mix it with with like almond milk. Oh, okay. You, you cut it. You cut it. Cut with I just want a little bit of peanut butter flavor. Sure. Yeah. I, you could I, also just eat some peanut butter with your coffee. Peanut butter is so much calories, though. I love peanut butter. It's one of my favorite things, and it's like 200 calories for like a spoonful. You're like, what? Yeah, it's it's all those uh, uh, oils and stuff in it. Um, I've been making so I drink a smoothie for breakfast like every day, and my smoothie right now: banana, almond milk, protein powder, a little tiny bit of peanut butter, mm, that's a the best. spoon, a spoonful of unsweetened cocoa powder, and blueberries. And it tastes like a delicious milkshake. I was like all aboard. Butter, I was, chocolate um, Amanda, milkshake. I was all aboard. I was so on board with that. I was like, this sounds great. I'm going to go to the grocery store and buy some supplies. And then you threw blueberries in it. What the hell were you thinking? You don't really taste them. They're just, okay. it just adds like a little more sweetness to it. And then that, that's what makes it cold. Cause I don't like a, like a room temperature smoothie. So you put frozen, frozen, frozen blueberries. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I peanut butter banana smoothies are the best. Yeah, it's very good. It's like just like mm. that's probably why I hadn't had my coffee that I drank that and then I was like this is delicious and then I'm like but I don't really <laughs> feel like myself. Oh, and then the coffee. Oh, that's that's I I need a peanut butter banana smoothie like right now. Okay, you know yeah. what I did this morning is I I posted on Facebook. Uh-huh. I need some rapid fire questions for today's podcast. They don't Sweet. know who's on. They just and I I got a lot of notifications, but I have not read these yet. So let me pull these up. We're gonna do some rapid fire questions. Oh, I'm so excited. Let's let's get Hermione in here for some rapid fire questions. All right. Hello. Hey. I'm Hermione Granger. <laughs> Hermione, you are so awesome. I'm, I'm gonna um. Thanks for stopping by. I got what I'm gonna do is I got some rapid fire questions for my Facebook friends. Yeah, I got friends. Oh yes, of course, no problem. You know, um, just so you know, uh, technology doesn't work at Hogwarts, so I haven't <laughs> been on the Facebook, but I'm happy to answer any questions. It's a book of a lot of faces. I got a lot of faces on here. And a lot of people, it looks like I've got a lot of rapid fire questions, so we won't be able to do them all. But all right. um, we're gonna do we're gonna do a couple of these. Okay, so uh Raymond, Raymond Rayner, uh he's also the host of the Naked Porch Podcast. Big shout out to you, Ray. Hello, Ray. Ray's awesome. Okay, um let's see. He oh he left me a ton. Okay, so he left me literally like 20, so we're not gonna do all these. But I'm gonna right. pull a random one. Pull a ran- give me a number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Uh wow, that's a lot. nine. Okay. What is the most interesting thing you could do with four hundred pounds of peanut butter? <laughs> You're kidding me. That's the question? We were just talking about peanut butter. How could that be? Uh the most uh, interesting thing? Yeah. Would probably be um, so you'd have to get a team, but like take like uh, like a skating rink and a zamboni, take that peanut butter, uh, put down a layer of like graham cracker, right? Then you on top of that with the zamboni, you spread out that peanut butter, and then you pour some melted chocolate, and then you just wait for that to set, uh, and then. You cut it up, and you could put, like, some marshmallow that you toast on top, like some marshmallow fluff, and then you just divide that up amongst, like, your thousand closest friends, and it's a delicious dessert. (laughs) 
Uh, no, wait. Um, let's see. What else can I do with peanut? Like 400 pounds of peanut oh, butter? Peanut butter wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, you could do peanut butter wrestling. That, yeah. Um, I was thinking more like a water park where instead of water, you use peanut butter. Oh, you would definitely just stick to the slide though, right? It depends on the kind of peanut butter. Yeah. You ever had that Jif's Whips peanut butter? No. It's so good. It's like whipped cream, but it's peanut butter. Ugh. I, that's what I buy. And everyone says, well, you're just paying for air. I'm like, I don't care. It's all soft. It's super is it like, soft. Is it like Fluffernutter? Maybe. it's It comes in a smaller package, and it's just, it's real fluffy. It's almost like yogurt, but, you know, you don't have to put it in the fridge. Really good. It's so soft. I, I love I, it. I mean, that's something that you would just eat. Like, what would you even, you would just eat it. Mm. You wouldn't even put that on bread or anything or in a smoothie. You just eat that straight mm, put it in pancakes it's that's why i had to stop getting nutella at costco because i would get the two pack of nutella and they're like the size of a like an aquarium and i would eat it just straight <laughs> you're gonna hate me i've never had nutella oh no okay get some nutella get some harry potter books call me in a month you will feel better <laughs> well I'll do another podcast it's gonna be my uh it's gonna, it, yeah we're gonna touch up on my per- harry potter i ate harry potter i ate harry potter I, I ate I, I ate Harry Potter podcast. All right, let's do more questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, what game or movie could be a board game do you wish you could act out in real life? Oh, in real life. Game or board game. Monopoly. Because I wanna be like I wanna be the banker and still. But most money. people most people lose at Monopoly, so I feel like that's already real life. Mousetrap. <laughs> um Oh, oh, that's such a good question. Um, I guess. Oh man, <laughs> like SSX tricky, but where like I could really ski as well as them, and there'd be no risk of hurting myself. So that I would want to be able to be like a someone who could like crazy ski off the edge of mountains and like fly around get a lot of air skiing oh this, that'd that be, skiing that'd stuff be fun. Is scary as shit right like i don't want to do it in real life but if i could do it like in the game where you don't actually get hurt and then you're just catching air and it's fun and i'm actually already good at it then i would do that yeah if you fall you just kind of respawn back at the start yeah no big deal yeah awesome awesome oh one more from ray what looks delicious but tastes terrible Ooh. Um, okay, sorry, Disneyland fans, but the try the gray stuff, it's delicious at the Beauty and the Beast places in Disneyland and Disney World. Um, it's not delicious. It <laughs> it doesn't actually look delicious either. Um <laughs> so I don't so it's not it doesn't it doesn't look delicious and it doesn't taste what else doesn't taste good that looks delicious. I'm trying to think Oh, you too. know what? Like wedding cakes with fondant consistently disappointing that's the real like tough yeah you gotta peel that fondant off a and then the inside is a cake that's strong enough to support fondant so my my brother's gonna hate you big shout out to my brother paul but he makes all his cakes with that um i'm sure they're beautiful and that's they're amazing that's really that's the thing is like they're gorgeous yeah but like a lot of modern people planning weddings are doing like a tiny pretty cake and then they're getting like a sheet cake from Costco and they divvy up the sheet cake to the guests. 
Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's I, I, made, weird I made a I made a apology face for your brother, Sean. Oh, it's okay. He can't see it in the podcast, but would, I, I was would, like, uh-oh. He would never listen to my podcast. Maybe I'll just post this video and I'll tag him in it. Hey, Paul. Yeah, just, just like clip this out. We're dissing your business. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Caitlin McAtee. Thanks, Caitlin, for coming on last week. Caitlin's hey, awesome. Hey, Caitlin. Hey, hey. Uh, favorite Halloween activity? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I, I mean, haven't, I haven't done anything in years, but I mean, trick or treating, obviously, when I was a kid, it's like, yeah, I'm going to get a ton of candy and I'm going to hide a bunch of it so my mom doesn't even know I have it. And I'm going to have candy for days. Uh, so, um, about two years ago, I did a birth, my birthday's in October and I did a birthday party that was, um, Hogwarts Halloween birthday party. So I think I like to throw parties that are in the, like in a Halloween theme. I did another party one time where I like, like I took, um, I took pumpkins and I carved out part of them and I put hurricane glass in and I put like candles and I did all these spider web things and I did like we told ghost stories and I made little marshmallows like marshmallow ghosts and stuff for my birthday cake. So I think I like to throw Halloween parties. Uh, it's probably my, my favorite thing to do. But that might be because I like doing the crafts. I like, like I've made, um, I made these really cool spider egg sacks where you take like a, uh, you take like a styrofoam ball and then you wrap it with, um, uh, like, uh, fabric, like the stuff that you stuff inside of quilts, Mm -hmm. um, and then you take uh, like a white pantyhoe and you stuff all that in there with like lots of little plastic spiders. And it looks like this creepy egg sack. It's amazing. So I think maybe crafting. That was a long answer. That, no, that's, that's awesome. That sounds, yeah. that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like a, something I would do, but I would have no one to show it off it's, to. It's my inner Martha Stewart. She likes to craft. <laughs> uh, Ma- Mandy from, uh, from Little Geek Lost and, and PyCast. Hey, Mandy. Hi, Mandy. Simple question. Ketchup or mustard? Ketchup. No, mustard. Mustard has more variety. I think I can mustard. put ketchup on more things than I can mustard. Mayonnaise. Light mayonnaise. No, like, <laughs> like full-on best foods mayonnaise. A lot of people hate mayonnaise. I, I love mayonnaise. I, I, I used to get McChi- McChicken sandwich extra mayo all the time. Uh, <laughs> it was like... Um, I, I like to dip fries in mayonnaise. I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah, it's and it's great. It's delicious. It's like an aioli, but just the mayonnaise part. Okay, so next one is from uh, Gerald from. I drew a blank right now, Gerald. I'm so sorry right now. Hi, Gerald. How did I draw a blank? Like you know, when your brain shuts down, it's something you know all the time. You just don't know all of a sudden. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Gerald, what's up, dude? <laughs> inspired by Reese's, but what? Oh, he's inspiring this by my Reese's uh, post for Reese's creamer. Oh, are these questions? Are they responding to our podcast right now? No, no, it's streaming? not live. No, it's, oh, not, okay. it's not live. It's I, not, I, like, how do they know about Reese's? How do they uh, know? Everyone knows I post a lot of peanut butter stuff. Oh, oh, oh I see. Okay. He says, "What creamer flavor would you like to invent next?" He says, "For him, it would be Skittles." So that would be like a fruity, a fruity coffee. Um, I would go with like a Toblerone. 
But I guess that would be sort of in the vein of like a Nutella creamer. So maybe they already have a Nutella creamer. But I would go with that. I don't think they do. I've never seen it. And I'm always looking at the creamers. Um, that would be delicious. I would say Nutella creamer. Um, I'd say Kit Kat. I love Kit Kat. Any of that wafer type stuff. How do you get the wafer part to come across in a creamer, though? Yeah, would there that's be chunks? True. Would it be chunky? No, that's actually true. That wouldn't come across very well. So, I don't know, just a straight, uh, really strong caramel flavor, like a Rolo, more caramel uh, than chocolate. Like a Werther's? Yeah, like a Werther's. A Werther's creamer. That would be really cool. Or a, a buttered rum. And uh, Gerald, please don't hate me. His podcast is Two Peas on a Podcast. And uh, for some reason, my brain shut down. And I know this. I'm in his group. He's been on the podcast. And it just forgot, dude. Don't hate me. Don't don't hate him. <laughs> everyone one, be nice. Every, every, everyone get along. Next one is from uh, Ellen Gulliver. So if you had to eat either a cat or a dog, which would it be? Oh, if I had to eat a cat or a dog... I would eat neither, but probably the dog. <laughs> Dogs probably taste better. It got more meat on it. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, this is going to sound awful and uh, apologies <laughs> to people. So, you know, my dog, Sophie, uh, she's famous on the Internet. She has her own Twitter account. Really? Uh, yeah. Sophie Easy A Pup. Shout out Sophie Easy A Pup. What? Follow my dog. And she's got like 2,500 followers. So she's really famous. Um, for a dog and, um, not the most famous dog, but she's my most famous dog. Anyway, sometimes I'm petting her and I'm like, you know, your back haunches are meaty and like, I don't want to have to eat her, but if the zombie apocalypse happened and like, if she died, which would be horrible and we really needed the food, I might consider roasting her dog haunches. Maybe if you're really good at surgery, you can cut little pieces off and eat them and she can still live. I wouldn't do that. That would make me the Hannibal Lecter to oh, my own dog. Yeah, yeah that would be, that's super creepy. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, but it's a good, I, I'll tell you what though, and this is probably a terrible idea, but like there would be something to like being able to cut off, this is going to get, we're getting gross now, but you could cut off like a part of your own body. <laughs> That you're like, maybe I don't need this as a body part anymore. And you could just eat that. And I think I would probably do that before I like started to cut off pieces of my pet and eat that slowly. You know what kind of creamer I would like? I'd like I'd like a body slices flavor creamer. Like, body slices. like small slices of dog creamer flavor. It's just flesh flavored. Flesh flavored creamer. <laughs> Raw so meat gross. flavored. Happy Halloween, everyone. Ugh. Yeah, let's bring it bring it back. Call back. Uh, <laughs> uh, next question is from Alyssa White. Big shout out to Alyssa. She does a geek geek to geek uh, like a show type interview thing on on YouTube. Very Hi, Alyssa. Uh, she says, if you can eat peanut butter or pizza for the rest of your life, which would you pizza. choose? Pizza. Yeah, I'd pizza. Have to, pizza. But, but peanut butter goes with everything. Pizza does. You know, I do put peanut butter on my pizza. Oh. That's why she said this, and it's really good. Dessert pizza, Dessert. or or do you like put it like on a veggie supreme or something? No, I put it on a uh, a Hawaiian pizza. No, dude. Oh man, I gotta go. 
This is terrible. You've just ruined everything. I got a lot of comments like that. (laughs) Oh, Hawaiian pizza, A, look, it's up to you. You eat the pizza that makes you happy. (laughs) But, like, that is not – I'm not going to eat that. Like, if you you invite me over and you're like, let's get pizza, and that's the only pizza you order, I will have to find a different food. I will (laughs) will rummage in the fridge until I – I'll just drink the creamer. Straight. Pineapple on pizza is the best. I think I'd probably choose pizza too if I could. If I had to cut pizza out completely to to keep peanut no. butter, I mean, pizza is the shit. It is. It's the best food that's ever. I mean, it for me, it's between pizza and fried chicken, but usually pizza wins. Fried chicken. Oh, you're making me sorry right now. Next I know, question. It's, it's, it's dinner time. Next question from Scott Clark from the Gaming Outsider and Hollywood Outsider podcast. Scott says, if you could sit oh. down with any celebrity and have a beer or two, who would you choose and why? Ooh, um, I would, I would choose Amanda Troop. Oh, I wish I was drinking a beer. We could make that come true right now. I know. If I didn't have work, we'd drink a beer. We'll do a. We'll do it later. Okay. All right. Great. Um. And uh. Hi, Scott. A. Um. B. Uh. Ooh, there's so many good ones. Uh. George Takei. I would sit down with and Dowd. Ooh. Uh. From the leftovers and from Handmaid's Tale. Um, Bernadette Peters. I would want to sit down with her. Um, holy moly. Who else? So many people. Um, I would just want to sit down like with the whole cast of Saturday Night Live and just like drink beer, but like not talk, just like have them talk to each other around me. Cause I think that would be really fun to just eavesdrop. That's a little creepy, but I think it would be fun. <laughs> um, cause they're funny people, you know? So yeah, like, I just yeah. want to like listen and be entertained by it by them and they're brilliant you can, if you're sharing a beer with anybody oh. i mean not sharing but if you're having a beer and, and whoever else is having a beer i think it would just like it would be such a it would be such a fun time i don't know who uh, i'd choose uh, john oliver or john stewart i would want to sit down with john snow um, john snow oh. i could just go mm. you know nothing john snow be like ah oh, john snow um uh there was someone else i just thought of that would be great to have a beer with oh well just too, there's too many people too many people to have beers with, basically. I wouldn't I, have a beer with everybody. I'd love to sit down and have a... Yeah, I know. I would have a beer with everybody. I would love to sit down and have a beer with Eminem and just... He, I love to just dig into his process of writing rhymes. It's just... It's so complicated to me. Yeah. And I used to uh, write lyrics. And I just... When I listen to his music, I don't know how he writes it. The patterns he writes it in, it's just... It's, it blows my mind. It's just crazy. Uh, I would want to sit down. Speaking of rhymes and lyrics, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda... That would be great. Hamilton fame, et cetera. Oh, uh, right on. Uh, man, so, so many people. So many people. Let's do another question because I'm just going to keep going down the rabbit hole. Next question. Christopher that. Parr. Christopher Parr says, hey, Chris. Hi, Chris. Topher. Hello, Chris. Hello, Chris. He says, who is your favorite actor and why is it Mel Gibson? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite actor... Um. Is probably Bernadette Peters. Uh, she's basically the reason I started acting. I saw a taped version of her in Into the Woods on Broadway, and I thought I'd like to be the witch because that looks great and she's amazing. I didn't really think about it in terms of that was an acting job. I thought about it in terms of she was actually a witch, um, <laughs> and so uh, I would say that was the the moment of choice as far as like, I think I'd like to become an actor. That was like when I was like seven or so when I saw that. So, um, but she's just incredible all the time in everything. 
Like, like she was an Annie. Oh, oh, nice. But also Carol Burnett was an Annie, and and um, ah, uh, come on. Um, what's the name of um? Brandon, who's are you in the house? He's not here. Lifeline. Um, the guy that's in Rocky Horror Picture Show and Clue. Never seen. Never seen. Dude. I okay. Know. I know. You've got I'm sorry. your. I'm sorry. You've got your homework here. I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> anyway, he's in it too. He's in Annie too. Annie's an amazing movie. If you go back and watch it. Um. But uh, it'll come to me in a minute, and then I'll shout it out at random. Yeah, my uh, well, everyone knows my biggest celebrity crush is Kristen Wiig. I don't know if that's my favorite actor, but yeah, but I, I I love her and anything. She could just be in some weird shit, and I'll watch it, and I'll I'll like it because I like her. Okay, thanks, Chris. Um, next question is from Matt Thomas. If you walked by, if you wait, if somebody walked by you and farted, how would you react? <laughs> would you would you go up to them and suggest medicine for that gas or do nothing? <laughs> um, it depends on the person. And the situation. So if I knew the person and they farted loudly, Make fun I of would it. probably just go, dude. <laughs> and if it was a person who is like who I knew well and we were in close quarters and they farted quietly, but it was smelly. I'd be like, uh, did you fart? And then if it was a person that I didn't know well and it was clearly an accidental fart, I would just be quiet and say, OK, everybody farts. And if it was a person that I knew well, but it was in like a public situation and they were trying to get away with it, I would also just be cool about it. <laughs> the worst is when you're like trying to trying to browse like CDs or something, you know, back when it was popular to go look at CDs and someone just farts in that section that you want to oh. look in and you're just like, oh God, now I'm going to have to go look at the, I'm going to have to go look at the pop. I'm going to go look at the pop section. I think there's something about browsing like books and CDs and things like that and videos, like in video stores, like in general, that makes people both like have to pee and it makes them gassy. I think there's something about that activity. Yeah, making you, yeah, you have to urinate and you're just like, you're like dancing. You're like, I'm not done looking. I'm going to hold it. Yeah, I don't understand that scenario. They need a lot more bathrooms in those kinds of stores. I think thank you, Matt. Everyone check out Matt's YouTube. He does I think it's Tech Pepsi. He does a he does a lot of vlog stuff on there. Very cool dude. Uh, next question is from Matt White. It says, Why doesn't Starbucks deliver? Oh Matt White. Starbucks doesn't deliver because there are rules to Starbucks. You know, you can't just expect coffee to come to you. Coffee requires some amount of work. And magically you can't magic it to yourself because it's stealing. <laughs> Oh, I love you, Hermione. You're you're my favorite. Oh, thank you so much, Sean. You're also my favorite. I think another after, reason after Cookshanks, my cat. Ah, oh, I'm I, I'm cool with being number two. I've never been anyone's number one, so number two is is basically the number one spot to me. Wonderful. Uh, thank you, Matt. And well, I, I actually I would say it be probably because your coffee would get cold by the time they got it to you, and coffee's not expensive enough for them to make enough money off one delivery of a coffee. That is so logical. Yeah, just a logical answer. I don't have, I'm never funny, so I don't got any funny ones. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Uh, last question from Robinson Shannon, Mr. B Rob from the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast. Here, see if you can do an imitation of Rob's voice, Amanda. It's very dark. He's very African American. Just, hey, my name is B Rob. 
Hey, my name is B Rob. I don't think I did it. That was I don't pretty think good. No, that was pretty good. Thanks, Rob. That was that was an impression of you. Oh, doing an impression. Oh, so yeah, it just it lost. So I nailed it. it you that was that was great. He says, "What's the one thing you love to eat that doesn't agree with you?" Uh, I spicy foods, super duper spicy foods. Yeah. Um. Oh, bread. I mean, like if I eat a lot of bread, I know that that doesn't work out for me. (laughs) Uh, Not like in a gluten way, just like in a too much carbs kind of a way. Um, But I love it. Uh, But I would say spicy food. This one time I was invited to this birthday party and um, I get there and my friend's boyfriend at the time, he had ordered um, some wings and I was like, great, I love wings. And he's like, yeah, just so you know, I asked them to make it so hot that I shouldn't touch my eyes after I eat them because it would burn them. And I said, great, that sounds exactly right. And they come and we eat one wing each and we both start weeping and like our lips are all puffing up. Mm-hmm. And like it took me 10 minutes to eat the one wing and then another like 10 to cool off to the point where I was ready to attempt a second wing. I never understood that those challenges where people put themselves through torture where they'll spray it with like pepper spray and you're like, your snot's running into your mouth and you're just like, oh, and you take a picture of you because you ate all the wings. You're just like, oh. Yeah, I have a picture like that where I'm just like tears coming down my my face and I'm all red. Uh, Very flattering picture, uh, but also hilarious. So worth it. (laughs) Um, and, um, uh, yeah, uh, the, have you seen that hot pepper gaming thing where like they give people like a ghost pepper and then they're supposed to review a video game? No, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to do that uh, with but, Brandon. But that would be, we got to give yeah, that to Brandon. He would hate that. He would truly hate That's that. That's the point though, right? Yeah, I guess so. You're like he's like, oh, divorce papers. No, I mean, I wouldn't make him eat the pepper. I just make him be on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Rob. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. Excellent question. Well, we've been here an hour and a half. We totally went off track, and I feel bad. Isn't that what we were supposed to do? Yeah. You said hour and a half tops. I'm like, I'll get us out of here in an hour and a half. And I always run my mouth. I well, I did too. I just I just went with the conversation. We just chit chatted about all kinds of things. Yeah, it was so much fun having you on here. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, I've been excited all week. Ah, thank you. <laughs> well, this was it was delightful. I had a great time. Thank you. All right, so there's only one thing left to do. We're gonna get to the wrap up show. Oh, this, this is the part where we very casually say like, "Hey, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook." I'm just kidding. okay. Let's is get what- to the wrap up show. Wrap up show, wrap up show. It is time for the wrap up show. You don't know, you don't know, cause it is time for the wrap up show. Dale Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Come on, man. Wrap it up, son. So, uh, hey, you've been listening to me. I am Amanda Troop. That's spelled T R O O P, just like Girl Scout Troop. And you can find me on Twitter at Amanda underscore Troop. Uh, on Instagram at Amanda underscore Troop. On Facebook, it's like Amanda Troop Acting or something like that. Um, what else am I on? I think that's the, oh on YouTube at um, YouTube slash Amanda Troop. You can see all my work 
that I have been able to scrape together and put there on the YouTube channel. I'm sure it's not every, it's uh, actually, I know it's not everything. It's just the things that I've discovered on the YouTube. Uh, if you like improv, I do a whole bunch of shows with Impro uh, Theater and Impro Studio in uh, Los Feliz here in Los Angeles. So you can um, go to improtheater.com to find out more about that. That's theater with an R-E. Um, you could just go to my website, which is amandatroop.com. I keep it pretty updated, although Twitter's probably the best way because I tweet about everything I'm doing, anywhere you can see me, any projects that are coming out. Um, uh, I, I post it on the Twitter. Uh, what else? Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's how you find me. Um, so yeah, improv shows. Um, I'm going to be making a, a, an animated series with Easy Allies. That's uh, Brandon Jones's company, easyallies.com. Um, it's, uh, we're going to do an animated series called Box Peak. I'm going to be the lead on that, so that's going to be coming out soon. Um, well, we're going to start recording it soon, so it's going to be coming out eventually. Um, and I got some other things coming out next year, too. So, yeah, stay tuned. Follow me. I will post all the acting goodness that you would like to know about. Fight on. Yeah, I'm a huge fan now. Thanks, man. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, lots of cool stuff coming. I can't wait. Anything Amanda Troop pops up, I'm in. 100%. Yay. Aw, uh, thanks. You guys can find me on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. You can find me personally on Twitter at they call me Iams. Yeah, it's hidden there. I'm scary. I'm scary. Where did that word come from? I'm not scary. You're a little bit scary. <laughs> I'm very, very important, you guys. You guys need to know me. If you guys want a game, uh, Xbox, PS4, Steam, whatever, they call me Iams. I'm on all of them. If you want to find me on Switch, good luck. I don't know. It's a bunch of numbers. It's impossible to even find your friends. And uh, why would you want to, though? Because, uh, like, what would you do then? Splatoon 2. Oh! There you go. I want to ink some friends. I, play a lot of, I played a lot of Splatoon, but I've never had any friends to play with. Because you know, that, that is a game that I've been told I should play and that I would enjoy and that I have never played. It's a very good beginner game for shooters. For anybody can play it. Let's just say you're not good at shooting. I'm not saying you're not. I wasn't. That's not what I meant. But, but anybody, I'm not. all you're doing is shooting. There, if you play turf mode, you're just literally shooting the ground and painting it. I could probably do that. I could probably, I could probably hit the ground. Yeah, you just you spray the ground, the walls, anything. If you get close to another person, you can shoot them as well. But it's basically just who can color the most ground. That's it. Oh, great! I, I would be down with that. That yeah, sounds. It's so satisfying, and it's just ink. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's not my ink. Like I need a good ink. I don't know. I think if you combine those two sounds, you'd really have the right sound. Like... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I never tried that one. I can't. I know. It's, 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 that's Foley. That's, that, that's you don't have so, to do it. It's totally awkward, and I'm not editing that, editing it out. Uh, you guys <laughs> can find me on the Hush Your Face Network. So shoot over to HushYourFace.com. Check out all the other cool podcasts. Lots of cool stuff going on over there. If you want to hear me on RadioVegas.rocks, you can every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. You may be listening to this right now on Radio Vegas. What's up, Radio Vegas? Radio Vegas. What happens Ooh. in Radio Vegas? Stays in Radio Vegas. What happens here stays here. RadioVegas.com. RadioVegas.rocks. I stand corrected. Uh, sometimes I post stuff on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. You guys can find me there if you want. You can drop me a voicemail, 510-600-3475. You can drop me an email at horriblyawkwardpodcast at gmail.com. And that's it. We hit the end. You're so, you're so contactable. We hit it all. Yeah. I'm a master. Thank you, Amanda. 
Thank you so much. This was really a lot of fun. It's like having a conversation with a new friend. Yeah, best friend. We're, we're the best yeah. friends, guys. You guys don't even Aww. know. We connected on so many levels, especially pizza and peanut butter, but and, not together. And not pineapple pizza, though. And not pineapple pizza. Damn it. All right. I'll get over it, though. As Gidget would say, Peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M. To the Slammergans in the house to so drop your listen. Poor whiskey, backward cock flies. Merrily sock, bird telecast. Destiny doctor downcast. Callously squandered lamb. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. <laughs> I think I know who the president is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Just, I'm just adjusting a few things here. Hello, hello, Mike check, Mike check. Mike check, Amanda! I can hear you. Good. Uh, just, just adjusting. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. Before, just, you know, before. doing the actor life thing. I know, it's cool. I was listening to a, I listened to a, um... Uh, I listened to a panel you did with Sissy Jones and Larissa Gallagher. Yes, that was awesome. That was a great um, uh, podcast. Thank you. Yeah, that was really fun. My friend Kiff organized that, Kiff Vandenhuvel, and he's also a brilliant improviser and voice actor and actor in general. And yeah, so that was it was a, nice uh, to be included that's in that. That's an um, interesting name that guy's got. Right? Okay, so uh, before we get started, do you have any questions? No, because I think if I have questions, it'll be more fun to ask them during the show. What about, what about what's your time? What, how much time do you got? I'm home. I'm done with my day. I already did my auditions, so don't, I'm like... Don't tell me that, because that means we're going to be here till 8 o'clock. Um, okay, then an hour and a half tops. Perfect. That's like, <laughs> that's like my sweet spot. Nobody, everyone says like 45 minutes to an hour, and I'm like, okay, well, let me yeah. talk fast. Let's talk fast! <laughs> we're gonna have, okay, we're going to have a good time. I, I'm changing up the format of the podcast. I used to open it up with an improv skit, and it became way too much work. Okay. Uh, that was like, I'd get done with the podcast, and that section alone would take me like three hours to edit because I was adding sound effects. So I feel like I'm going to I'm gonna try to do this new format, and like maybe like we'll do like a skit in the middle mm-hmm. or something. Okay. Um, yeah, this I mean, is- with, with me, there might be skits ongoing. Cool. I'm down for it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show. your face is coming straight to your ears a podcast network that's changing gears bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat a family of pods that are bringing the heat there ain't no stopping us keep coming back to us sick ass pods that'll make you hush www hush your face www hush your face www hush your face.com